If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending July 9, you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while New South Wales, where The Wrap is recorded, feels a lot like John Oliver's white box in lockdown, nothing escapes but our constant chatter. This week, there have been more numbers than just the number of cases rising. For instance, there's the numbers 4 and 5 this week, both of which were accompanied by the letter G, because 4G and 5G are things people care about. 4G has been out for nearly 10 years, and this week, if you happen to be a Telstra or Vodafone customer in major Australian cities, you'll see improved download speeds. That's thanks to Telstra and Vodafone working together to restack the 4G spectrum, resulting in better speeds overall. In the 5G world, we're seeing more happen there as well, but for different reasons. 5G is supported by every major telco locally, but the big news is how inexpensive the technology is becoming. You no longer need to spend up big to get 5G, with $500 netting a 5G phone these days. There are five in Australia, from the Realme 7 5G, the TCL 20 5G, the Moto G5, 5G Plus, Samsung's Galaxy A32 5G, and the Oppo A54 and A74, the latter of which are kind of the same, but with different memory and storage. So this week, we threw those five into a best-of battle and came up with the winners. They'll all get you those 5G speeds under a big screen, and they'll all get you over a day of battery life. They'll all get you several cameras for under $500 as well, but our reviews favoured the Motorola G 5G Plus and found it to be the better of the bunch, outpacing the TCL 20 5G ever so slightly, with the rest just behind. Realme offers a fast screen, Samsung's cameras seem a little better, and Oppo gets in with less expensive phones overall. But they all offer 5G for a relatively cheap price these days, meaning 5G doesn't need to be an expensive feature at all. So that's one number, but there's also the number 120, which is the refresh rate select LG TVs will be supporting in the coming weeks. It's coming to the C1 and G1 in the current crop of OLED TVs, supporting 120Hz HDR Dolby Vision in 4K handy for gamers keen to play games with super slick and smooth animations. It won't be coming to every TV LG makes, making it kind of like its update to the WebOS TV operating system. WebOS 6, yet another number, is a new version found on 2021 LG TVs, but it won't be coming to a TV you bought last year or anything else before it. We asked about that at CES earlier in the year and recently for the launch, and nothing has changed. It seems all the good stuff is coming to the new TVs, but only the mid and high-end models because this year's A and B series miss out on the 120Hz love as well. There's also the number 540, which is how much a new Nintendo Switch will cost when it launches in October. That's the news coming about the OLED version of the Nintendo Switch, upgrading the screen technology to support the same tech as what LG is using in those premium TVs, with organic diodes that switch on to show colors and switch off to show black. The new Switch will cost $540 in Australia when it launches in October and include a kickstand for keeping the console up right, plus a new dock with a wired Ethernet port for online gaming. Surprisingly, it doesn't come with Bluetooth, meaning earphones will need to be plugged in with a cable. We're not used to seeing too many earphones with a cable these days, but there were two models with wired earphones this week, coming from Campfire Audio, producing in-ear monitors in the Mammoth and Holocene, which venture near the $1,000 mark locally. They're a far cry from two pairs of truly wireless earphones we checked out this week, the Huawei FreeBuds 4i and the Sen- 
Sennheiser Momentum True Wireless 2, both models with numbers in their names. Both also come with active noise cancellation and a good 7 hours of battery life before needing to be thrown back in the case. But that's where the similarities kind of stop. At $159, Huawei's FreeBuds 4i are an inexpensive take on entry-level noise cancellation, because noise cancellation doesn't typically come under the $200 mark. There's no app and there's little in the way of customization, but the sound will be acceptable to most. Decent highs, acceptable mids, but bass that needs work lacking detail. And that's distinct from what Sennheiser has achieved in the Momentum True Wireless 2, a $500 pair of earphones that promises strong sound, great balance, solid noise cancellation, and controls that can be customized with an app. They're great earphones that are easy to fall for, even though the price is a little too high. At $500, Sennheiser has outpaced both Apple's AirPods Pro and Sony's WF-1000XM4, the benchmarks in the range. But with no wireless charging in the Sennheiser, well, it's hard to give them the best for that price. But they are more comfortable than the last gen and offer great sound overall, making Sennheiser's Momentum True Wireless 2 worth checking out if you're looking for a great pair. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found every week at listeners Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.